Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we're watching the Fast and Furious movies a quarter hour at a time. I'm Zach Bassetta. I'm Vito Lapicola. Room, room, bitches. This is Anthony Red Bunch. Yeah. It's thanks. been a while. It has been a while. You know, we were talking about earlier something that happened at the beginning of the movie, and we couldn't tell if it was the last movie. I was like, or is that getting... a callback from the fourth movie? Or was it in the fifth movie? Now, yeah. yeah, we've been watching for a while. And uh, we, we also took a little time off uh, for mm-hmm. some personal reasons for a couple of the people and stuff. So we're sorry we missed a couple episodes. Uh, we'll try or a to... couple weeks. We didn't yeah. miss any episodes. Yeah, that's true. We would yeah. never well, miss Yeah, episodes. of course. Yeah, because <laughs> duh, the next episode that comes out is the next episode. <laughs> but I mean, we missed a couple of weeks releasing. And sure, so sure. Um, next time we'll give you a heads up before we do that so you don't think we've quit. Well, yeah. we'll try. We halfway. I mean, things happen. And we have with us today screenwriter and my personal friend, Christian Krausby. Hey, Zach. How's, How's it going? going, Christian? It's going well. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm a, a, a Fast and a Furioso, yes. uh, whatever the demonym is for people that love this uh, franchise. FNFers. Most, FNFers. Most people would say idiots. You're uh, idiots for I'm, loving that well, franchise. Well, in that case, I'm a I'm complete kidding. idiot uh, because I love high-octane um, uh, racing. Who doesn't? And yeah. Nos flows through your veins. I am. Uh, this is uh, Michael Mann. If he drank <laughs> 23 Monster Energy drinks so. in a row, <laughs> and that's even more and took bath salts. But I was going to say, considering how cocaine. mellow he I is, I mean, not in, adi- in addition to the cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not to say that Michael Mann did cocaine. Michael anyway. Mann's so like laid back that I could I could imagine him drinking those Nosses. Okay, we're going to go in here now because he's got the Chicago accent. Mm-hmm, Get mm-hmm. in here, and we're going to make the race go down. So, what is your history, Christian, with the, the Fast and Furious franchise? Well, I'm so glad that you asked, Zach. So, this movie, the first one came out when I was in high school and it was the coolest well wait a minute movie. 2000 are you, maybe you're a little younger than me actually i might be yeah okay because the first one came out in 2001 so you're you a mere been child like a senior in high school uh yeah so, around okay there. Cool, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. okay uh it was the coolest movie to come out and everybody and i mean everybody that had a car tried to make it more impressive. Mm-hmm. If you had an Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme, you put neon lights underneath it in order it's to make it... a brown Cutlass. It, in order to make it cooler. I had an, uh, an, a, a Chevy S10 truck, and I put a neon light under it, so it was backlit with neon, uh-huh. uh, with, with black light nice. in, inside the cab of my truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Secret underground racing clubs. Watching this movie today brought me back down memory lane. That people had secret, quote unquote, racing clubs they would get into. And if you had a couple books, they would race you. Uh, (laughs) And it was just—it was just—it was just their dad's Lexus that they took. (laughs) Uh, And and yeah, and it was the coolest movie ever. Then the second one came out. I'm not—I have not seen number two. I've not seen number three. Number four, I absolutely love. And then this one, I, I've always considered to be the best of the franchise. Having rewatched it after not seeing it for several years, uh, I don't know what the hell I was thinking when I formulated <laughs> I, that I just opinion. said that last week, so, yeah. yeah. We were having those same kind of thoughts here. Still enjoyable. I mean, it is fun. Th- yeah. There's just a lot of like, well, that doesn't quite make sense, and why would that character do that? And, but, you know, whatever. I think, I think the reason why people love it so much, and it's weird because Avengers Endgame has just come out. We make that Avengers reference all the time, but it's sure. because... It's the, the first time they brought of all, all of those movies, people together. They sure. did it before the Avengers. For sure. And uh, I think it like really blew people's minds who were fans of the franchise, you know? Mm-hmm. What do yeah. you think, Anthony? How are you doing over there? I'm doing okay, Zach. Um, I, I, 
<laughs> That's it. That's I don't know, man. I think he's so resigned because uh, our beloved filmmaker John Singleton has passed. Yes, yes, that and is. So we wanted we couldn't shame. start this episode out without bringing that up, right? That I mean, was the most awkward segue ever. But <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that uh, Kevin James wrote in Paul Blart is the most awkward segue ever. Ooh. Uh, um, <laughs> So yeah, so why couldn't have he died? I know. Oh my god! <laughs> Take the right ones. Cut to him listening to the show and crying. <laughs> he walks off the, the Peanuts Christmas music's playing. You know what? I was going to contact these sons of bitches and do their big episode, but fuck them. Calls uh, Adam Sandler to get back on the line, but uh, but John Singleton has passed, guys. Director of, of course, Too Fast, Too Furious, Boys in the Hood, Boys in the Hood. Uh, remember the Times music video, Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, Rosewood Shaft, Four Brothers. I mean, uh, yeah, terrible, incredible talent. Yeah, yeah. Even if you haven't seen a lot of his movies, I think you know you've heard the name, you've heard John Singleton, and kind of connect him with like the more progressive urban. Well, he, he did a lot for black filmmakers. A I mean, USC alum, I believe, too, right? Yeah, he was a USC That's alum. And, and what was interesting about him is that he... Uh, he I, I had this buddy of mine, Merrill Hagan, who's a writer for uh, like Teen Titans Go and stuff, posted this memory about how he was a security guard on Pee-wee's Play, Playhouse along with John Singleton, oh, right? Wow. And oh, John wow. Singleton kept pestering Pee-wee to read the script that he had written. <laughs> and Pee-wee was like, I'll read it, okay? And never read it. Oh, no. and, and apparently... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne read the screenplay and basically said, man, if I ever get the chance, I'm making this movie. I want to be in this movie. Lawrence Fishburne helped him get the job. That's awesome. Making, what was the movie? Uh, it was Boys in the Hood. He oh, played. Wow. So you're good saying that Pee Wee Herman so lost the chance a, to be in Boys in the no, Hood. Yes, I know. To play the father. Here's the funny thing. No, that can't you see that? <laughs> you better stay out of trouble. <laughs> can't do a good Pee Wee. So yeah. Kristen's staring at me. What's that was, going on that was here, supposed guys? to be Pee Wee, but it was terrible. Mmm, salady. Okay. But, um, no, but anyway, um, no. The idea was that years later, mm-hmm. Paul Ruben, Rubens regretted it. He was like, "Yeah, I couldn't have had a part in the movie." He's like, "But I may have been able to produce it and like help." this guy along and I and I just didn't know what I had sure. and so he kind of regretted he that he never got did people it. coming up to you all the but. time I mean you don't know like oh this is the one of the hundred fanboys I should listen to you know? right so. yeah yeah so you know um, it's it's horribly sad uh, I never got to meet him I did anybody at the table get to no. meet him I've heard no. nothing but good things like on my Facebook feed my Instagram and stuff well I don't have an Instagram but I, I read it <laughs> but uh, people have been saying that uh, he was like one of the nicest guys they ever met. He really always helped young filmmakers out. Mm-hmm. You know, he was not selfish and stuff. So I hope he rests in peace. And you know, I it's it, I can't stop but think because we'd ask him to be on the yeah. show, mm-hmm. and uh, his people were really really interested. They were like, "Send us the stuff. Let's read it." And then like th- we just didn't hear from them. And I can't help but think that you know maybe yeah, his maybe, his health was I mean, was, was right a little bad. Time, yeah. It was like a three weeks later, four mm-hmm. weeks later. So I mean. Yeah, that and really we weren't very kind to his movie. We I mean, also kind of no, no, too we fast were. I furious, think because we said several times that the quality of the film was not a reflection on him as the director. Probably more the studio. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but we are currently deep, deep in Fast Five. We've dug a foxhole in fo- in Fast Five, and we've got Hobbs on one side. Ray is on the other side, and we're trying to figure out. No, you're not. This allegory is not working for me. No, no, it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out uh, why any of it matters. Like, I get that. I get that Hobbs <laughs> wants to get Dominic Toretto because he believes he's killed U.S. Marshals. 
But why Reyes fits into any of this, other than the fact that he owns favelas and then i guess moves well, money so they, around they I, stole those cars yeah. I, I think it's strictly because he stole the car and wouldn't give him the car back and uh-huh. so now it's just a sort of revenge thing i mean yeah this it, whole it doesn't movie make a lot of sense well, really we've, well we've already established you just you rewatched the movie recently it's yeah. like if dom hadn't stuck his nose in Reyes's business yeah none of this would none happen. of this would have happened in the first place so it's kind of like dom you know, you have to have a hero figure, but at the same time, it like doesn't make sense that he would do that. Yeah. Why would he put his whole, you know, family and friends in danger right. when all he had to do was drop the car off and get his money? And right. to be honest with you, Reyes doesn't seem like that bad of a guy. He seems like a pretty charming, <laughs> oh, dude. Like, he's suave uh, as shit. Uh, courteous businessman. I believe he's yeah. also the bad guy in Clear and Present Danger. Yeah, yeah, and in Desperado. Oh, really? Yes, he okay. plays he plays okay. Bucho. Yeah. Yes, he always plays a suave bad guy. Yeah. You guys, I'm I'm not feeling this movie at all. I'm trying. <laughs> So hard. This and like if a- the movie were Gal Gadot's ass, I said Gadot. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, thank uh, you. If it were her ass, would you be feeling it? Or is it I, I would be feeling her ass. Yeah, that would, if the if her uh, ass I mean, were the movie, that'd be nice. That was the most inappropriate question I'll ask you all. Well, <sighs> Probably I was not. Mention, you'll like this, Anthony. There was actually okay. a deleted scene where uh, they showed Tyrese taking a bag of money from uh, that cash house that's meant to. Uh, explain how they can pay for all this equipment they're buying. Oh, uh, so, interesting. Uh, it would have been nice if we saw that in the movie because yeah. it is a question. Yeah, because that came up. because we don't want to spoil it, Anthony, whether or not they get the money at the end, but up until this point, <laughs> you can't believe that they're that wealthy. Right. I mean, presumably, that, yeah, if they're willing you know, to go been this doing far. Doing yeah. these heists, but you always blow the money and have to do the next heist. I I have my uh, my fan theory of where this movie's going to end. No, this one just it's it's boring. Like, at least Too Fast, Too Furious was, like, kind of enjoyable in a really schlocky, like, horrible type way. things to get going. Yeah, yeah. And all the things that I was super excited about just ended up not happening, like, the, you know. But to be fair, Anthony, we're only an hour and a half in. I know, right? You still got the whole half of the movie to go. (laughs) Wait, wait, we're only halfway done? Just about, yeah. Oh, oh, God, no. That's not true. That's not true. We probably just became a carpenter's song. I quit, guys. Good night. Only just begun. Maybe another two episodes left. Okay. All right. From here, it's it's all craziness. And there's one more uh, deleted scene I want to mention where uh, when me and Brian get to uh, Vince's house at the beginning, he introduces them to his wife. Rosa and his son Nico so they are married apparently so okay just gonna point that out but he still wants to bang well I mean we could yeah. presume I yeah oh yeah, yeah. things gone differently sure none yeah, of yeah. this has changed my mind but proceed <laughs> okay fine. so we are at uh, um, the big car party Hobbs has shown up uh, he's he's got Dom and Brian there in his sights Dom says this is Brazil you, gotta over, you have to overemphasize it, though. This is Brazil. Brazil. Like, yes. he's, like he's announcing for Telemundo. Which must have been the cue line for everyone else to raise their guns, including right. the guy from uh, that he won his car from. Joe Gold. Who we have to mention, uh, yeah. Luis Da Silva Jr., who has been super cool to us on Instagram. Yeah. He posted one of our pictures and uh, has commented and stuff. So we, put it, we, we welcomed him onto the show. If he's ever got a free weekend in L.A., maybe he'll come on. But I uh, thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. 
But it is interesting, though, that he was like a total asshole to Dom, like just the previous night. I know. The now they're buddies. Movie. Now they're buddies. Well, he's earned his respect now that he lost That's the true. race. That's yeah, true. Now, that you know you, I mean? now that you've cheated me out of a $100,000 automobile, <laughs> I, I guess I, I, I kind of like it. Just game being, recognized game. Okay, he's got I a race it. in an Uber. Go, man, go. The Uber driver's like, hey, I'm not supposed to go over 35. <laughs> I can just like imagine like someone like me trying to navigate this like social like all these social rules about respect and <laughs> and, the and game and whatnot yeah okay. yeah i feel like i would step on a lot of toes and you have to, you'd have to shave your head you have to have no. huge you know pecs yeah and uh i just how do you think how does what how does one enter this right. world do you just pull up in like a honda accord and just be like <laughs> i think i got what it takes yeah yeah i promise i'm not a cop that well as I think rob cohen really said happens. i mean it is very secretive and you kind of have to know the right person who right. is willing to or trust you enough to say hey it's right. you know 3 a.m at you know this block or whatever and right. have like a really kind of skanky looking girlfriend yeah probably i, I mean like that would just help because like all i think of when i see that that street racing <laughs> like it wouldn't hurt Scene is like reality kings porn. Yeah, like that's exactly what earrings. I think of when I see everybody right, right. walking. I yeah. love the fact that guys like I notice you don't have your girlfriend here. Do you have a picture? Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone, it's a Bang Bros photo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you can race. Everyone raises their guns except for Brian, who just sort of seems bemused by this Mexican standoff or Brazilian standoff. <laughs> he missed his cue. <laughs> he, did. he was just like, "This is cool." The gun. It's just close up on his head, like uh, like they do with Homer Simpson, where he's like, "I didn't pull the gun. I hope nobody." He notices. Just play cool. Give him a goofy smile. So, Good job, Brian. I mean, Paul. I mean, Brian. So Dom and Hobbs are staring each other down. Dom is definitely winning in this scenario, in my estimation. One of Hobbs' men tells him to fall back. He says, you know, another day, because they're out. Well, this, this guy's line reading is so... He First of all, he looks like one of the saddest Guido characters from the second movie. <laughs> sure, sure. He, he legitimately does. And he's, he's he basically is like, let's get out of here, Dom. Come on, no, H. It's a, it's a oh, lot yeah. of heat. Or, yeah, let's get out of here, H. Uh, it's a lot of heat. Like, he says it like it's Eeyore. It's such I a bad delivery. I thought it was Clifton delivery. Collins Jr. for, no, like, no. most of I the wish movie. it had been, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he's trying to get uh, Hobbs to leave. Uh, Rock is doing a lot of n nasal acting here, a lot of flaring yeah, of the there's nose. there's a lot oh, yeah. of posturing. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. You can't help. He looks like a cow. It's, it's <laughs> weird to me, though, because you can't help but think that in this moment their real feud was born where they're sure. trying to out macho one another in the scene and rock is sweating like crazy yeah. he is covered in perspiration yeah um, and, but but they're they're like stare down as like 40 seconds of them just go mm. and Vin is mm. cool as a cucumber the whole time mm. Yes, there's a yeah. lot of nasal stuff yeah, going yeah, yeah. on here. He had air conditioning blowing up from his Apple box. <laughs> but I, I do like that they set, like, there's a, a fight about to happen. Like, they've set Hobbs up to be like, fuck it, dust them all. Mm -hmm. You know, and then suddenly he's just like, all right, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll see you Well, because we'll there's a hundred other people we'll there be, with yeah. guns. Well, not to mention, what is the jurisdiction of, okay, this is, I understand that they're there to investigate this murder of their men or the killing of their men. But, like, don't you think that they would have, like, 10 or 11? Yeah, you'd figure there'd be other like federales there with them and stuff, like a whole team of them, and it's all just these but American fucking Hobbs cowboys does what he wants to decimating what is, what is, Rio what is, de Janeiro. What agency is Hobbs with? Or what agency? Excuse me. What can I can I ask? What agency is Hobbs with? The um, custom U.S. Customs Service. Special. Okay, they don't do any of this. <laughs> that's this why. Is, that's why he's checking everybody's he's, bags for fruit. Or it's the DSS. <laughs> the, the 
security. Sir, I, I did look it up, but it's like it's such an obscure department. I can never yeah. remember. Department it's something of, they made yeah. up to make the it U.S. Sound. doesn't have an agency that does anything <laughs> do like this. No, we, we do. It's called the CIA, and nobody knows they're there. Oh yeah, and they yeah. don't. They don't wear uniforms. They don't. Yeah. They don't do anything like this. I mean, we. I guess the closest would be Interpol. Yeah, but that would be an international. International, yeah. Yeah, because you figure there'd still be non-American people running around with this exactly. team. I mean, they have Elena, but I mean, what is she reporting to, like the feds? It's yeah. just, no. it's just a strange. She's setup. just a translator. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But he knows that she can't be bought, or at least hasn't been bought. Yeah. So Hobbs says, "I'll see you soon, Toretto," and Dom says, "Looking forward to it, cop." I thought that was a cool exchange. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He like hates that. cops. Yeah. He does. Except for Brian, because he turned him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah turned him out. He's the only cop. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the sequel oh, we didn't hey. see. Yeah. So Hobbs and his team go back to their vehicles. Turns out that while Dom and Hobbs were jawjacking, Tej was under the DEA van planning a tracking device. What if, what if there had been one guy in the van on camera monitoring the scene to make sure nobody was coming up from the rear. Wasn't. I was like, you guys, there's a dude crawling under the under the van and putting something on it. Hey, the script didn't happen. They all got out of the van. And this is kind of cool, uh, the shot, how this is revealed. It's The van kind of pulls away and Ludacris just sits up into frame like, yeah, yeah. like truckers was, on. Yeah. And then the, the series is obsessed with trackers. Yes. There are trackers in every fucking it's movie in like 12 things. scenes. How do you and then, know where that guy is? And they keep yeah. getting smaller and, smaller and smaller and smaller, smaller. Like cell phones. Yeah. What so, happened to the ones that Spider-Man used to have that were like atom size? They would just throw onto your shirt and you'd wear it for two years. Even It'll though be nanotechnology you your shirt. soon. Yeah, that's true. A tracker with the person. But what about Mia? How Mia's on the monitor? She's like, we got him. And I'm like... Did, when did she learn to be a computer hacker? Was it was she, she can, doing night school classes along with her nursing? Her nursing training. Of what course. she can do anything. Well, we then go to Alina's house. And oh my she's god! Still wearing wait, Dom's, Zach. What? Mia's a Mary Sue. No, she's no. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to start controversy. <laughs> I know. You know, for our listeners. Okay. So they go to Alina's house, and she's still wearing Dom's lucky cross necklace, which I don't understand why she decided to do that. Uh, there are also pictures of her husband all over the walls. Yes. None with her, which I found interesting yeah. as well. <laughs> Look, they were in love, but they didn't have to like each Their other. Their schedules didn't line up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, a, he was a busy, honest cop. Honest cops take up a lot of a lot of day work and time work and, you know. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, she, where am I? Elena puts her gun down. <laughs> She's taking off her uniform when she hears a noise. She goes for her gun, and she gets it, but Dom pulls it out of her hand. Dun, dun, dun. I guess Dom followed her to her house, which is not creepy at all. No. Yeah. Well, he's got the tracker. He knows he's a criminal. Where she is. <laughs> he's a criminal, no, man. He is, he's got his nose. He's his own tracker. Right, right. He just right. smells her. Yeah. Maybe he's using his nos sense. I don't know. I thought you would love this scene, Anthony. But it, it turns out that you did not. No, just the dialogue's oh, so man. bad. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you at all. Like, they have no chemistry. It was, it was a little cringy in this scene. Yeah. Well, it is a little creepy because Dom has his hand over her mouth, which I understand why he's doing it, but it is a little uh, It's a violent shove. Well, who's he trying to keep her quiet for? The other, her neighbors? I don't know. Yeah, it's the favela. Know, They've right? established that it's loud and noisy and... I think it's more you know. just like, that's just what you do in a movie like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they have to... They're tr what they're trying to do is create sexual chemistry. It's not it working. it makes it look really I disagree, creepy. Anthony. Uh, you can't... When Vin, when Vin Diesel has his 
his torpedoes locked on you, he's gonna get what he wants. That's it's like true. A Canadian that kind of scares he me. Always actually. gets his man. Yeah, he is the Tommy Lee Jones, the fugitive of sex. <laughs> That's right. He always gets his. He will. Doesn't his matter. Vagina. Yeah. So he digs his hand into her cleavage to pick up the necklace and kind of look at it, and he rips it off his off of her neck. Yeah. So now he's got to go get the clasp fixed. Well, I was I was thinking either that is an awfully flimsy necklace or she's gonna need a chiropractor in the morning. <laughs> it's a flimsy necklace. <laughs> because I mean, he fucking yanks it from her neck. I'll be taking this. It, back It's not now. polite. I mean, he's a. Comes you know, with like, a chunk of hair. <laughs> Can I, when you Her guys boob end is up still hanging wrapping from all leaves. this up and mm-hmm. you guys finally finish the whole series, provided that's possible, because you keep coming up with more ones, can like a like a wrap gift be like you all those guys have matching? We have to tear Toretto them off ne- of each other though. Toretto necklaces, <laughs> giant crosses that and you guys wear around, and white tank tops. Gosh, I hope so. Better start working out now, guys. Yeah. They can be cubic zirconium though, right? Yeah. The, yeah, necklaces. Yeah, I'm sure we can get those pretty cheap. Family. <laughs> and they've got family, family discount. The, yeah. the cross. Uh, Elena asks why Dom came here for twenty dollars worth of silver. Dom says because it's worth it. Elena says Dom should run because Hobbs will find him. She's asking all these questions. Dom should have asked her, why the fuck are you wearing it? That's the question I had. I know. Why did you put on my necklace for yeah. no reason? Don't you need the 20 bucks? I mean, let's be honest here. Have you seen her that apartment? Was... <laughs> it's actually, I, is that it? Does she live in a favela? I guess so. I assume she does. It didn't yeah. look that bad, to it be was, honest. It was, yeah. really wasn't bad. Pretty good. She's got a well-kept favela house. Mm. Better than North Hollywood. I mean, she's got, I mean, she's a, a cop, North you know? North Hollywood. That's right. She lived off of Kawanga. <laughs> that would be a shithole. There are homeless people that come with the apartment in North Hollywood. <laughs> so they yeah. have this whole thing here where Elena and, and uh, Dom are kind of bonding because... Dom knows, I guess, that her... Well, she tells him that her husband had been killed by sort of, you know, Reyes and his men. And so he, she she knows loss, how he knows loss, because he's but lost Letty. And don't you find it interesting? She, she says, two years ago, he was murdered in the street right outside our door. And the implication, of course, is that Reyes had him killed, which does lead some credence to my belief. Remember when they said all he did when they were looking at the safe a couple of episodes ago? And he was like, he just got this, like, shitty beat cop. Reyes had that look on his face. I still think he's made the connection that it's but the he, that she, it's the wife of the man that he had killed. Name. I still, but he he's the type of guy who would have looked at the files and he, he's yeah, gonna maybe. he knows all about Hobbs. I, I just think that that was he knows details on the people that he kills. Yeah, but, but, but then it also beggars the question, if your husband was murdered right outside of your house mm-hmm. by the bad guys, why would you stay there if you also became For a revenge. cop? But she's I mean, digging in, she's what is she cover. waiting for them to come in so she can know. shoot yeah, them? She's the Count of Monte Cristo of Rio. <laughs> the, Countess, the Countess of Monte Rio, <laughs> yeah. It's an elaborate she's plan that she Waiting has. for her chance. The long con, Vito. The long, but you figure they know, they know where she lives, man. Anyway. So Dom's emoting. He's looking at Elena's gun. He's he puts it down. He's about to leave when Elena asks to confirm her suspicions that Dom did not kill those DEA agents. His reply is kind of weird because he's like, "Why would you believe me? It was her idea. Like it's not right. like she's asking if you did or didn't." He's like, "Hey, he's you didn't kill her in a right? Because it's convenient way. for the scene. Yes. that I wrote. It's, it's just a one. It's he wrote it. He's like, that's it. It's done." Shoot it. Shoot it. It's a one take John Logan or whatever yeah. his name. I forgot his. What is it, John Logan? Justin Lin? No, who's the writer of the movie? Oh, Chris Morgan. Chris Morgan. Yeah. I get him confused with. Uh, they call it one take Morgan. I get him confused with a piece of cardboard. <laughs> one draft Morgan, they call him. No, that's not true. Please come on our show, Chris Morgan. Um, 
<clears throat> but I did think it was interesting that like this entire scene, Dom is just trying to leave, <laughs> and Elena keeps asking him another question. Another question is like, "Is like Lenny is, all over again?" <laughs> it is no, it is it is really funny because like the way he says, "I never thought anyone could understand how much, but you do," and you're like. The right before Letty was killed in the last movie, he was such a dick to her I that like you're like, where did all this compassion come from? Is well, it is it remorse? Gone, now that she's gone, no he's like, you don't know what you got <laughs> till it's gone. That's right. He starts playing Cinderella exactly. Yeah. Oh, if only. Um, so Dom's trying to leave. Uh, she brings up Letty. He's finally able to get out of there. The whole exchange feels kind of clunky. Um, that night, back at Dom's warehouse... Well, wait, you have to mention that they've inserted the obligatory shot of the Jesus statue again. They did. They showed a lot it's of... It's in it like 12 times. Maybe four. They, I think they sent a guy out in a helicopter for like three days to shoot footage, and they were like, we can't waste it because it was expensive. Well, it is interesting in the commentary, Justin Lin mentions that he wanted to... Uh, he he was talking about you know the action and, and uh, space and knowing where you are in the in the the city and, yeah. and using the statue as a frequent reference uh, okay. for people to orient themselves and I mean I guess it makes sense but yeah once you know you're in Rio de Janeiro it's you're like, in Rio de Janeiro I mean do they expect audience members to be like are we still in Rio <laughs> yes they haven't left yet are we in Mexico now. <laughs> Um, so Who's that bald guy? That's Dom, goddammit. He's the star of the series. Oh. So Han is on the test track. He's trying to beat those cameras. After his run, Gal Gadot says it was close but not good enough. Han tells Dom the window is just too small. And there was a part here on the Justin Lin commentary where he brought up an interesting point. It kind of references something you were talking about, Vito. How there's two storylines in a heist film. There's the plan and there's what actually happens. Right. right. And so you have to plan for what the actual plan is, but then of course something will inevitably something has go to wrong. change, right? Yeah. So which I think you just nailed why I don't really care about this movie. It's so formulaic. Sure. Like it follows those rules. There's no deviation, there's no surprises. Yeah, and I mean it's And I'm bored, frankly. <laughs> Wait till Danny Ocean shows up at the final act. I know, right? That's right. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. It's I was all the true mastermind all along. Um, so Han says the only way they can beat the cameras is with invisible cars. By the way, you got to point out too, he was drifting, which is a really good reference to sure. the Tokyo Drift movie. Yeah, I, I mean, mean you know what I mean? It's like that was a real little wink, wink. Get it? Get it? Because he's gonna go to Tokyo Drift, you sure, know, but soon. But it's also not so blatant that if you hadn't yet seen Tokyo Drift, yeah. you're not like, well, what are they Yeah, but, it, but it's definitely like a little wink and a nod to fans of that movie. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, even though Han only mentions invisible cars, Dom acts like this is, again, part of his plan. I know. Just That's right. I know. Looking for it to be brought up. Well, then we're going to need to, so like a problem occurs, and he's like, well, well in that case, we're just going to need to get a hot air balloon, and then it pans <laughs> over to Dom. Exactly. Pans over to Dom, and he's just like, I got it already figured out. He's a, he's planned for every single one of the hiccups yes. that have happened. He's yes. just like, I, I think I got that covered. My, my exact note was, he has fucking thought of everything. How in the name of Zeus's butthole could have anticipated Han saying this? It's like, one way or another, he, have anticipated? he has. Can you imagine Vin Diesel or Dom laying in bed at night going, okay, so then he's going to go around it. We're probably going to tell him it's not fast enough. And then he's going to say something like, 
I don't know, man. We'd need to use faster cars or we'd need to use smaller. No, he's going to say invisible cars. So I'm going to say I've got something for that. Don't you think like, one of the other members of his team would be like, all right, if you know stuff that we don't know, you want to tell us so we can maybe help out? Because we're going to go to prison in Brazil if you don't help us. Mm -hmm. Dom's just going around, like, leaving subtle hints. Like, you know, like the night before, yeah, the night before they do a screening of that uh, James Bond movie with the invisible <laughs> <laughs> and he whispers it in, in Han's ear the night before, like because he's falling asleep while he's sleep while he's sleeping like in Dumbo, like you know, invisible exactly. cars. <laughs> so they go to the police station, which is clearly not well guarded at all. They just sneak into the parking lot with all the police cars. They do this because Dude, uh, they get in there like they all know parkour. They pop well, they hop over. over that's it. awesome. Yeah. No, it but they cool. they do like literally like they're when I was watching that I was like that's clearly their stunt doubles. But the fence doing is this not difficult. Dude, you or I could have done it. Like but the, the fence is but made the to be walked on. The way that they do it, the way that they they jump it, they all like bounce like professionally and everything. Yeah, there's it's timing. A too, oh, okay. It's right. a little too, you know, whatever for like Brian and, and we could do it, but we would fall on our asses, and one yeah. of us would say, "Ah, oh, fuck!" And Gal Gadot would laugh at us. Yeah. And honestly, I was most impressed with the upper body strength it took to get out of the van onto the roof. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's not easy to do. Yeah, if no, they had that's a where fat... I would. That's where I would. <laughs> yeah, if a fat <laughs> member of the crew was there, he's not. He's not jumping. So it's Brian, Dom, Roman, and Han, and they're all in the parking lot, and they each get a police car. And then they pull up Brian and Dom to uh, a stoplight in their Brazilian cop cars. I guess they must have their windows rolled down because they're having a conversation. And this is kind of the first instance where you're kind of like, can they really hear each other? I guess they can. They're, they're magical. I also, I do have to say, coming up with the idea to use a cop car is pretty smart considering that it's I in like a cop. It. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be where there are cops, so nobody's really gonna notice. Which is why that was kind of a invisible. smart. Yeah, that was kind of a smart little little twist for the. Uh, well, I guess we're just gonna have to take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my hot air balloon? <laughs> um, stop! Tell us if you, there's other stuff. Please let us know. Stop hiding things. So Brian says it's been a long time since they were behind the the wheel of a car or a cop car. Dom says he's never been in the front seat. Thought that was yeah, cool. that was fun. Roman and Han pull up to the stoplight because this is apparently a four lane street in the middle of Brazil. With again, they're in Brazil. Yes, and there's not no a single people. human being within ten miles of, no. of of these four cars. It's like there's nobody walking around. It's fucking Brazil, dude. You think they party twenty four seven in Brazil. So Roman gets up there, and he's the only one that's using the speaker to, to talk to the rest of the guys. He's kind of the smartest guy. I, well, no, but I was also like, real fucking smart. You steal like police cars. like, yeah, we're going to steal a million dollars in ten days <laughs> or like whatever. He says it over the loudspeaker. <laughs> that's so funny because he he's is like, the, if we pull off this job, <laughs> we're going to be able to you know, well, do whatever like we want. Later <laughs> on, he's the only one to turn his siren on. Like, yeah. no matter what, Roman is always the loudest. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, we should race for 100 thousand dollars and then han's like look after tomorrow we're probably going to be dead let's make it a million i like han han's good yeah. stuff han's the best han's the most clearly he's the most reasonable one out of all of them he says what he feels yeah mm -hmm. he's he's able to reason when problems arise and yeah. he's he's probably i would argue the smartest one out of all the of most them. logical mm -hmm. i'd say because yeah. there was a time like uh in one of the previous segments where they're all watching the uh cash houses and, and they're trying to see where they're uh moving the money to and every one of them is in a very uh conspicuous suv except for han yeah who's in a totally like it's basic like a hoopty car, with like different the colored only one that thought tires to, like, blend and in. Yeah. yeah like yeah it was Han's pretty good cool stuff 
Uh, let's see. So they start racing for no reason. Brian tells no, Dom not they're to not racing for no reason. For a million bucks, they're racing. But for no reason. They're racing because it's a movie where you need to see a race. And this is what Anthony wanted. Yeah, we didn't get a race with Jogo, mm-hmm. so now we get a race with the cop cars. I kind of liked that they were like, "Okay, we need to get a race." In here. Yeah, this is the one that they should just cut away from. <laughs> like to be honest, <laughs> oh, man. to be completely honest, they should have done an elliptical cut here. <laughs> yes, and jumped afterwards. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Anthony. They but did. they had to for the character development. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was a char- there's a there's character development because when at the end of the race, Brian finally this wins after true. This is true. after five movies, and he's like, I finally fucking yeah, he beat wins. You. Yeah, and then and then everybody's like, Well, he let you win, and well, he's like, yeah, what? They go back to the the warehouse, and Brian is so happy. Uh, he's like high five and Han and, and uh, Roman and Roman's like I knew told you didn't see it and Han's like oh well he uh, let you win or whatever and it's like yeah. so even though he gets a win he doesn't really get a win and you you did point out that Rome during the race turns on his sirens which is another dumb thing to do and he actually has a quote that I thought was hilarious he goes I'm gonna get this money I'm hungry and I was like can which you is imagine his line from the second film it's like what. Does the director sit down with him and go, "What's your motivation in the scene?" He's like, "I'm hungry," and they're like, "And action." No, I like, think it's more like, "Hey, we have to have Roman say this line at some films. point in the movie." Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, but did you notice also they shut him out in the race? It's kind of indicative of their relationship. Is like they immediately all three box him out and keep him in the back <laughs> and kind of treat him. No, it's no, well, it, is it is true. true. I mean, this is stuff that you can look at as. "Quote unquote" character development. Well, even in because the they're keeping line, him, he is the least skilled driver. They're keeping him like kind of the buffoon, and so he gets shut out immediately and has to catch up. He's like the run to the pack, essentially. No, I get what you're saying. So there's a lot of you know stuff in there. My my little sarcastic laugh is is thinking back to the second film, how they tried to build him up as the lead, mm-hmm. and now he's been relegated so far back to. Just uh, Paul? Oh, no. Roman. Roman. What is Roman's? What is Roman's thing? Like, what is his? He was a child. He talks loud. Yes, he is. A, he can talk his way out of anything. Okay. He can be distracting. If any time you need a distraction, if it doesn't involve a woman, it goes to to Roman. Okay. Otherwise, it's Gal with yeah. her, her booty and her. He's obnoxious. Okay. Yeah, he's loud. Yeah, yeah he creates yeah. the diversion. He's the Dean Martin of the. Yeah. Of this. Okay. Cool. The mm. Jerry Lewis? I, I, maybe not. I, no, I, that, I, I'll that, be honest with you. It's probably not right. I felt like who, Dean Martin was the right thing to who say. Is no, it, who's, it's fairly guy. accurate. It just no, hurts me guy? to compare no, the two. Dean, Dean Martin was like cool within the Rat Pack. Who was the one that nobody remembers that I can't remember? Joey Bishop? Joey Bishop. He's the Joey Bishop of the team. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so... The, the next, yes. He's like, I'm here, well, but I, was, I don't do anything. I was just thinking, too, like, Brian, uh, Paul Walker's character, it seems to matter less and less and less and less. Yes, like, he, you, you miss him when he's not there. I think he's just kind of the glue that seems to hold all these things. Because, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's really Dom. Yeah. But you need that relationship, for whatever reason, between Dom and Brian. It to really It does. Yeah, it, it's weird. But, well, in Fast and Furious, I think they kind of tried to establish that Dom was more of the Batman, kind of the, the thinker, you know, he'd put things together before acting, and then Brian yeah. is kind of the brash, like, he's just jumping right in. So there is kind of a difference there. It's, it's just I, 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 he was the main character in the first one, yes. and it was about his relationship with the law versus like this affection that he feels towards this this man yeah. and his sister. <laughs> sure. Uh, and and then it, then now it's just kind of become about I, I don't know. He just seems so not to matter. Inconsequential. Yeah. At all. His character. We talked about character development. His character seems to have diminished. <laughs> That's why they made me a pregnant to give Brian something to do. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but this is only like the third time in the movie they've 
like brought it up. The what her, her, her pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. That's his big. That's his big arc over this one is that he left it. <laughs> that in. That he got a girl pregnant. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, well, no, that's but you're right because arc? he's afraid yeah. that he's going to be a dad like his dad was. But Vin is like, no, you're going to you're going to be like my dad was. Yeah. A piece cool of guy. shit. <laughs> I murdered somebody with a with a socket wrench <laughs> because uh, he because he loved his dad so much. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Because family. I loved. I, I I do have to point something out. You've noticed something which most people. Don't, which we have noticed in the movie. You you said he has a love for this man oh, and yeah, his yeah. sister. It's like Mia's incidental <laughs> to his weird homoerotic love with yes. Dom, yeah. which is hilarious. Mia is a, is a side effect of his love for yeah. Dom. We always Toretto. we always joke about how he has her put on like wife beaters and talk talk deep <laughs> wear a talk cross deep. necklace. Yeah, well, yeah. I've always seen it. So like the 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 first movie is a is a. Beat for beat ripoff of Point Break. Yes. yes, and that movie to me is about the two men that are in love, and Laurie Petty is just just so happens to kind of be there. <laughs> right, right. And that's how I've always viewed the relationship between Toretto and and Brian. And, and, and he expresses that correct. love by allowing him to escape the law. Even though right. I love Jordana Brewster, I think she's it's good stuff. Absolutely gorgeous. It's so weird. I just we, sounded really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's okay because I'm always like flipping out over over Letty. I have a weird crush on her, so. Yeah, they cut you know. her from the series. Why? She got too butch, I guess, and they're just going like, yeah. She was actually she was actually in the scenes going, "I'm going to eat some pussy." And he was like, oh, "You're no. supposed to be with me." <laughs> <laughs> so they're at the uh, next day Mia's out at some farmers market or something when Vince shows up and suddenly starts ushering ushering her to an exit saying that she's being tracked. Mia turns around just in time to see some SUVs pull up with uh, guys with guns getting out. He, Have you noticed that Justin Lin has a very peculiar way of like when someone, instead of going, Mia, and and, and going, and uh, he has them fly out and attack the woman and throw them against something. You're it's that jump scare. Or you're, yeah, yeah, but it's like, it's very weirdly violent it's towards intense. women. Yeah. yeah. He's a he was a, he was one of the guys. He was part of the Bud Pack and Blade Two, I believe. Who the guy with the uh, beard Matt that Schultz? used to be in there? Oh, their holy game. shit! Yeah. He was. Yeah, <laughs> that's his other thing. That's insane. No, Are you thinking about? Because I I thought he was the same. It's the other guy from uh, Gotham that I can never remember. No, uh, the dude in Gotham. He plays Bullock. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Donald Logue. Donald Logue. Are you thinking about Donald Logue? Because no. he's one of the bullet He was back. in the first one. He, oh, was, he was in the, the first, first one. one. Damn, I'm ruining my movie. Uh, so you need to rewatch the Blade trilogy. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> watched them in a while. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. part of the Marvel universe. No, so he was. He was. Uh, he was a member of the Blood Pack. He was. Yeah. Wow. So and Donnie Yen, by the way, too. Oh yeah, yeah Donnie. Dreadfully Yen. underused in that movie. Absolutely. Uh, so the men with the guns are, are Reyes men. His assistant there, his name's like Zizi or something like that. Reyes, right hand man guy. Uh, so he's there. So you know it's so Reyes he man. gets a name and Giselle does not. Is that what you're telling me? But he is not a main character. Yeah. No, but that's the weird thing. Yeah, he gets a name. Yeah. I didn't know his name. Uh, so they're they're showing up and trying to find Mia. Um, Vince and Mia make it back to the warehouse. No problem. Well, it is him. Confirmation. He's in Blade 2. Anthony did the research. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> he has a weird haircut. He does. He's got kind of like a, a blonde Caesar cut. Yeah, which is bizarre. that's right. They it were popular the in the 90s. Yes, they were. They were. Yeah. Thanks, George Clooney. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's true. So they make it back to the warehouse. Brian sees Vince, and he's about to start fighting, but Mia tells him that Vince saved her from Reyes men. Is it not possible that this could be a setup, including uh, Vince, to get 
them him back on their good it side. was it was awfully weird that he just shows up at the same place they're Perfect at Perfect timing yeah yeah just to get yeah. her out of there i know so he I'm wants gonna, to fuck her so I'm badly dude yeah. he would if she was like i want you to leave your wife and kid in brazil and come okay. off with me she would be like okay absolutely i will <laughs> and raise somebody else's baby yeah. <laughs> right i'm bringing nico yeah <laughs> And I, I hear he'd leave Nico. That's the sad part. I he I think that like part of like watching it's gonna sound so fucked up. I think the I think part of the thrill for him is thinking about me and Brian together. Like I think it's a real a real like a cuck situ a real cuck situation. Like I Are think you saying that, that he's a soy boy beta cock? I think that he I think that he is. I think that like I think that he pretends not to like it where he's like, Oh no, yeah, fuck that guy. You should be with me. But he secretly like beats his dick thinking about the two of them oh, no. together. And writes erotic fan fiction. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so Mia just pretends Mia, Rosa is Mia bent over and exposed her puckered uh, oh, man, <laughs> Mia mortal. Okay, moving on. Uh, Dom invites Vince to eat with him, symbolizing that he's back in the family, but he has to say grace, which is a weird punishment. Was he Was he ever out of the family? Call back. I mean, come, come on. on. Was well, he ever no. out well, of the if family? You're, if you're part of Dom's family, you're never really out of the family, as shown here Yes. this very scene. Did they ever explain? I'm sorry, I forgot. Did they ever explain what happened to the other members of his gang? No, Jesse is dead. Leon is never seen again. Okay. It's probably right. in prison. I want Leon to come back caught. at some point. I mean, like you gotta just wrap up his his because the last time we see him is after uh, the heist in episode episode one, <laughs> movie one. Anyway, <laughs> episode one. the furious one, the Phantom. A new Menace. hope, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, white hope. Uh, that being Brian. God. <laughs> well, it's true. Um, let's see where are we. Everyone's friends again. Brian shakes Vince's hand, so he's you know back in the family. So later on, they're having their barbecue. Tago is grilling and overcooking some ribs because that's how his mom cooks them. Seems like grilling would be Dom's thing. Why is Tago you, even doing it? You also have to. How hard is it to fuck up barbecue? You just cook it till it's done. That's right. And then you remove it. You'd think. If anything, with ribs, it's easier to undercook them than it is overcook them. He burns them. But they yeah, just I know. need something. It looks for those like something out of, out of a Beetlejuice about. movie. Oh, it looks it disgusting. Yeah, it's terrible. No, it's like something out of a Fred Flintstone uh, <laughs> episode. Yeah, but have a do. Yeah. Anyway. Is that why when he puts it on the side of the car, Brian's car tips over? Mm -hmm. And he's pedaling his feet. Oh, Bonnie, you overcooked the damn Brontosaurus. <laughs> so Roman and Tej and Han are sitting and drinking nearby. Roman asks Tej what he's going to do with his 11 million bucks, to which he says, I've been thinking of opening up a garage back home. What the fuck is Tej talking about? Because, Christian, you don't know this, but Tej has a fucking garage in the second in, movie. In the oh. second movie. Arguably the biggest auto garage in Miami. Yeah, that's weird. I was asking what happened to Tej's garage, and I would totally watch a sitcom called Tej's Garage. You know what I mean? <laughs> Starring Malcolm Jamal Warner. It's like, it's like, it's like Night Court meets Sanford and Son, and each week he grabs his chest and goes, here it comes, it's the big one. I'm coming to meet you, Suki. You know what I mean? I would watch Tej's Garage that on TBS. That implies Suki died at some point, which was his she, girlfriend in the second Come on, she's not, she's dead. <laughs> not long for this. <laughs> come on, she's <laughs> dead. She's dead. This is just more validation that my theory about the tuna fever dream is correct. Anthony believes Too Fast, Too Furious never actually happened. 
happened and was just a figment of Brian's uh, bad tuna infested brain. Yes. Oh, he had really bad food poisoning. To suggest that it might not have happened, but, uh, but I don't Brian think that the filmmakers. The job in, I mean, that's the, the, right, the now, job. right now, John Singleton is looking down from heaven and going, Oh, really? You're going to try to erase my contribution to the series, motherfucker? No. Really? It's just, it's non canon. It's a non canon adventure. Like, you know, it, it's an alternate so timeline. You have to make that line that Brian says non canon. Because he refers to the okay. Miami job. Right, right. I think there was a job in Miami, but it wasn't as stupid <laughs> as the one that Brian cooked up. until Carter it was prob- shows up in 9 and 10 as the main <laughs> I villain. I confirm everything that happened in this Just episode. real quick. In it was probably two, like a Popeye's chicken job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And number two, they I don't know if that's know that racist or not. No, Hoser. not at all. Like a drug dealer? Arms yeah. Runner? Yes, he's like, an what exporter-importer who is also a, a drug cartel. <laughs> he's a, he has a nebulous job okay. as an is he still a cop in that one? Brian? Brian yeah. is no. still a... F- uh, no, he, no, but he's yeah. brought in by he's, the feds. He's brought in help. by the feds, so he's working uh, with the cops okay. in a cop capacity. He's For, consulting. Yes. yes. And if, he, yes. if he agrees to do all this, he'll have his record cleaned. Record okay. Cleaned. For a second there, I thought he said Huelhauser, and I was just imagining <laughs> him. <laughs> just imagine him as the villain of one of these movies. It would be amazing. That would yes. be interesting. That's a movie I would watch. Especially because he's dead, so, you know. <laughs> really yeah. impressive. Yeah. So God, God, why can't God just take different people? You know, know what I mean? Because that's that's part of the the sixth sense of humor that he has. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Roman says to Tej, "So your dream is to start a day job?" <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was that was a pretty funny observation. Why would you want to fucking work with eleven million dollars? Yeah. Have and other people work. Don Omar says that with his money, he's going to buy cooking lessons for Tago. Han notices womp, Gal Gadot womp. standing over by herself. Decides to go see what she's up to. Um, and what is she doing in this scene? I couldn't tell. It looks like she's cleaning. She's cleaning. Okay. You forgot. There was, like wasn't woman. there the moment where, where Vin, <laughs> I call him Vin, where Dom and, and Vince had that moment where he goes, am I yes. okay to eat? Yes. Yeah, because, because Han kind of notices Gal, and then go. Then they have that conversation. So it's okay. kind of a weird Okay, because it reminded me of an Olive Garden commercial where he's like, there's always room for family. Yes. Because Vince approaches Dom with his metaphorical hat in his hand. He's like, oh, yeah. Mr. Dom, sir, I know you're doing a heist tomorrow. If you need an extra person. Help? And he's like, well, Dom, like, takes a drink, like, kind of looks at him. He's like, you're in. Yeah. Like, you didn't even have to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always room. Yeah, for, for family, family at the Olive Garden. Yeah, that was that was like, I imagine Vince going, pass the breadsticks. Please, exactly. He's going to die, isn't he? Who? Vin. Vin, or Vince. Vince, sorry. It's, in, it's very possible. Yeah. Very possible. I, I, I think they're setting I up. hope not, because if he dies, he, <laughs> he and his family, who are al- already living in poverty, will now <laughs> be know. without they're a father. So that's exactly so, right. That's what you I, never I really, think about. I really hope that they keep him around. It would be foolish to kill a character like that. <laughs> It is. It is kind of funny when you think about that. Like, what happens? What happened to Han's family? What yeah. happens to all these people who die in these movies? Like, their families are just destitute now. And Dom's like, "Fuck them. They're not. They're not in this room." The right? He dies right and now. comes back as a vampire. That's what happens. Vince is trying really hard not to cry in this scene. He can't believe that that Dom can be so gracious to forgive him for these transgressions. Uh, Hal brings Gal Han. Sorry, Han brings Gal a beer. <laughs> Okay. Names mixed up. How brings Gal is like the worst '90s band you ever heard <laughs> I of. I know, right? Hope now opening for Better Than Ezra. 
<laughs> uh, so Han and Gal, they flirt a little bit. They're building that relationship up. Roman tries to get Mia to have a drink with him. Oh, wait, though. I, you gotta, that line was great. She's line? cleaning her gun. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he says, wow, you really take this like seriously. And she basically says, when your life is on the line, that's when you learn about yourself. Which I thought was really cool. Because that, that reminded me of uh, Musashi Miyamoto, the great warrior, who always said, a warrior always keeps his weapons you know, prepared. He always mm-hmm. keeps them cleaned. And she's, she's cleaning her. She's the only person the night before the heist actually fucking prepping her shit while everyone else drinks and complains about the barbecue. Sold me, so I thought know. I thought that was really cool about her and it does show that and she's that, and that's she's why likely Han ex-Massad. Cuz he's, yeah. he's noticing Yeah, because that. she's she's like I'm going to fucking survive tomorrow you murdering know. Glendale. Exactly. Oh god, we have in jokes. Um, so they're they're talking. Uh, Roman tries to get Mia to have a drink with him, but Brian says she can't. Roman does not get it at first, but Brian. She allergic to alcohol. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean she can't drink? She right here. Have some of this weed. Does she no, have a no, problem with it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mia used does to drink all the family? time. <laughs> so Bri- Brian's rubbing Mia's belly, and Roman asks Dom if that's why uh, he let Brian win that race. Because it was a baby gift. He exactly. Says. Exactly. Yeah. I will say I really liked Rome, Rome's joy here. His his joy for for Brian was really very sincere. Yes. Um, you know it's, what I mean? It's interesting that you bring that up because on the commentary, Justin Lin mentions they had been filming practic- like all day. This was shot at like four in the morning, and it was a credit to Tyrese that he was able to bring the energy. Yeah, level he was up very and really sell very, this scene. Yeah, he was very joyous. You could tell he's he's damn proud of his buddy. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, and for, he made the scene. He made it kind of because yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, it's got to have that impact, or otherwise it's. I think I think Rome comes off really well in this sequence, actually, head. compared compared Sorry, to a lot of. No, I was gonna say he comes off as very, to me, a very well presented character in this scene versus a lot of other stuff. Absolutely, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Tej again wants to know the specific ass-grabbing details of how Brian touched Mia. Tej is borderline inappropriate. As everyone is celebrating the news, Brian asks Dom if it was really a baby gift. In true Dom fashion, Dom says, he doesn't know what they're talking about. That's my Vin Diesel impression. That's pretty good. It's very, it's very uh, Stallone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought that you was... You gotta good. growl more. No, that's that's not very good. Don't <laughs> he does, he does yeah. growl. He sounds he like he's little, always talking about Which is so funny here. because you listen to Vin Diesel in like interviews and he's like, so we did this and we did yeah, that. Yeah. And then you watch Vin Fast Five and it's like, I was doing this over he's here. He's putting on the affectation to... to he's, yeah, he's making his tough guy persona to, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's a credit You to mean acting. he's acting? Exactly. Yes. Uh, so everyone's uh, celebrating. Uh, Dom comes up and he wants to toast he makes a toast he gives this speech about family it's really the first very explicit like family toast he says money will come and go we know that the most important thing in life will always be the people in this room right here right now salute me familia yes yeah it's no henry v chris saint crispin's day speech but damn it it's all we got and it's and it's good again uh justin lynn mentioned in the commentary how they wrote several versions of this speech and it was one of those things where they scrapped them all and just kind of shot it there and it you know was well also i vin diesel probably doesn't know how to read so (laughs) (laughs) somebody read to me my monologue please just wing it read me my monologue the next no, that's not true. He's a, he's very capable. He has uh, he has a person off off right next to him on Guardians. This is Groot. This is Groot. Or I am Groot. Like written this I said this is Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. This just, is Groot. It's just this person that's over his and late over. Night TV show. 
<laughs> this is Groot. This I am Groot. Is Groot. Dun, 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 dun. That's his NBC show <laughs> where Groot takes on a surrogate family exactly. and teaches them all how to love. The next day, everyone is getting ready for the big heist. Mia checks the tracker on Hobbs and sees he's on the other side of the city. So this is the best time to go. So Tom tells first team to get ready. Have you noticed that they're better at Hobbs' job than Good Hobbs is? Absolutely. His job is to fucking find people. He's found them twice in, in this movie them, yeah. and not been able to do... I mean, like... He That's legitimately true. has not been good at his job. No, even though not. they're saying he's the best at what he does. But she I, knows where he is right now. He doesn't know where they are right well, now. I would argue that they at least gave reasons why he wasn't able to hold on. Because he was scared. Well, no, because he because bitched they, out. They, they ran away. Come on, HD. Uh, we're out gunned here. We need to get out of here. No, because right. they ran and they had Reyes man also after him, and so that was that distracted Hobbs. Back. I know. And then Are you defending Luke Hobbs, sir. Trying. <laughs> you won't be able to do that after Hobbs and Shaw comes oh, out. Gosh, I guarantee no. you. Don't remind me. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Are you guys gonna awful? do that one? It's gonna be awesome. Oh, of course, absolutely. It's awful. P- it's part awesome. of the storyline. You mean awful? I mean, no. <laughs> it's awful in like the best way possible. <laughs> the second awfully awesome. It looks Didn't pretty it. horrible. So Dom's about to leave. Vince tells him that he has eyes on Mia. No, I don't know what that means. That's a well, weird that's thing to that's say. that's a, it's a cuck. A little. No, you know what? That's actually exactly. it's a film term. It's a film term. Uh, when you're working no, on I mean, set. I know what it means. No, yeah, but, but I don't I mean, know why he's saying it. Because well, Brian's still there. he's staying behind. I think yeah. he is. And yeah, they wanted so, to give him a yeah, reason. Yeah, he's got eyes on Mia. I guess it's he's, just weird because Brian is also still there. He's trying to reassure Dom, you know, that he's sure. going to do something. I think is is his thing. It's his reassurance. I've got a back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Brian and the front, is, Brian if I'm is lucky. with Mia, oh, and yeah. so I guess he's not part of the first team. And he mentions Moscow, Goa, Hong Kong, the cities from the beginning of the movie that seemed like a fucking year ago, honestly. Yeah, that I thought was from the fourth movie. <laughs> exactly. I thought that was what they were talking about when they were, yeah, but in the restaurant is, in the fourth movie, but oh, it wasn't. Right, right, right. That was right, something yeah. else. That was on the train. Yes. At the beginning. Um, they set this up that you think Mia's about to die. I yes, mean everything. Sure. I got eyes on her. Well, and Brian and then, says they're one hour away from the rest of their lives, and, and that's basically where. Because then the, the cops are about to show up. But that's well, he right legit our, like I on mine. I was watching the extended edition. He literally goes cops, and yeah. it ends. Well, I paused it right so. at the the fifteen one, an hour fifteen. Okay, and that was the line on the subtitle had come up, but not the audibly. That's weird. Oh yeah, because yeah. I I heard it, and you know I kind of. But yeah, it's a it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. So we apologize. Is he saying cops or is he saying? Something else. Sure. But if, if anyone's watching the theatrical version, it's we apologize if it's difficult. We're, we to get a little sync up. nitpicky, and that's okay. Yeah. So, I don't so know. Th- this has not lived up to your memories, Christian. No, it certainly hasn't. Uh, it's 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 more the it's it's the, it's the cheesier moments mm-hmm. that I think that really get me. Um, it is also to kind of the the lack of what made the first one. I mean, not to say that this is like a, a bad thing. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not all that bad like the, the the amount of effort that went into making some of the the set pieces in this movie are just like absolutely incredible and i remember uh, you know i used to bitch quite a bit about you know big uh tentpole blockbusters just being undigestible mm-hmm. and he had just said you don't understand like the amount of effort and talent that you have to have to make something this bad to begin with is <laughs> Sure. Is is uncanny, and he's he, and I'll never forget the way that he said it. He says he goes, just unhinge your jaw, and eat the thing whole. And ever since that that was said to me, I was just like, oh okay. So now I've I found a new level of appreciation. 
for some of these things. However, uh, what what really gets in my gut these days is is probably the the bad dialogue choices that are there's some pretty it's, it's hard I, I laughed I, like, I watched this movie mostly at the gym when I was on the elliptical I laughed several times out loud <laughs> while I'm sitting there exercising because it's but it is bad. interesting because I feel like there are scenes where the dialogue is clunky as hell and then there's a couple of scenes where it's actually pretty cool and I don't know if it's like some scenes had more time to be worked on or it's just some scenes right. are good some are bad I, I do get a feeling a lot of the stuff with like Tego and, and Santo and stuff like that are improvised mm-hmm. that whole I got you, bro. You got to be more, you know, negative. Or you got to stop being negative. It all seems very improvised to me, and you could tell it's not in the script. Whereas, like the line where, where you know, Giselle says, you know, when you're about to die, you that's when you learn the most about yourself. You know, those kind of things. Those are really cool lines, and Mm -hmm. you could see where they worked on it, where they didn't. I think. Yeah, it's 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 part of what I feel is the screenwriter's attempt to force tone on something. Mm -hmm. It's trying to make people sound like a cop would, right? Beef wood, or anybody that seems kind of cool and talks like it's all those like this is family. I think I got what it takes. We yeah. need precision drivers. I know just what you're saying. Right, right. I think the macaroni's done. Okay, I'll go get it out of the refrigerator. <laughs> it's that. It's the. It's it's the need to want to right. make something sound cool, and they, it's it's they're always talking about. They're never talking about themselves and how they feel about one another, and that's when that's when it actually like, hey, I don't like the way you're cooking is. Well, this is the, how my mother raised me to, like when they're actually yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about how they feel and things like that. <laughs> what are you gonna do with your money? I'm gonna open up a garage. That's the dumbest thing I've ever. They're they're bouncing off one yeah. another because it's it, it's fun, it's interesting at that point. But when they're talking about something that will never happen. <laughs> Uh, like most of their plans, yeah. <laughs> then, then we all kind of get a little bit bored with it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember six and seven kind of bringing a little bit more uh, back. I mean, like since we started this podcast, I mean, like everything, like five, six, and seven, I haven't seen again yet, and they're so they're still a blur. Uh, but I hope that six and seven, at least for Anthony's sake, uh, bring back the characters and the all that stuff. Anthony doesn't seem to think it's going to happen. No, no, I, I'm I'm open-minded. I know you um, are. have the faith that Dom has when he takes that necklace and puts it back around his own neck. Yeah. After he gets it fixed, yeah, yeah. duct tape. That's <laughs> right. I'm just gonna duct tape it up. Yeah. So, what are uh, you working on? Anything right now? Interesting? Or you got uh, any scripts, projects you want to plug? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 working on stuff, but like nothing like that anybody could seek out or <laughs> reference or, or read or anything like. that. Do you that. care about people following you on social media? Not really. Okay. Uh, Neither does Anthony. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can. I, I do. If you, if you, if one lives in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. I I do improv occasionally around the city. Oh, where at? Uh, let's see. Well. Currently, right now, most of the stuff that I do is over at Second City. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, I have I have a show later on this month at the Clubhouse uh, here in, in in Hollywood. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's like that's the kind of stuff I do. I, I guess if one wanted to follow me on social media, my my handle on both Twitter and Instagram is at Lapsed Christian, all one word. Get it? Okay. <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> and uh, Anthony, at this game cheats on Twitter, nothing else. Yes, sir. Vito? I'm at Vito Lapicola on Twitter. Awesome. I'm Zach For Real on Twitter. That's R-E-E-L. You can follow the show on Twitter at SoFastPodcast or on Instagram at SoFastSoFurious or send us an email at SoFastSoFurious at uh, podcast at gmail.com. If it's nice, we'll read it. Yeah, we will. If it's mean, we'll... We'll still yeah. read it, but not... We'll uh, send it back to your mom and yeah, get you in trouble. Stuff it. Do you guys you get a lot of negative emails? 
No, we got like a, a half negative review. It was like not what I was expecting. Yeah, they were, oh, well, it was bad. funny. Because I read that in, the other day. It was funny. Yeah. In the very first episode, we basically established we're not doing this as car nerds. We are film fans. We're approaching it from a story narrative sure. point of view. And this guy was like, they didn't know shit about cars. And I'm like, They yeah, called Brian's we, blah, 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 we, blah, blah, blah. said that yeah. in the first episode the that we don't know shit about cars. There was another person. Thank you for leaving the positive review. However, your headline made it look like a negative review because it says not, not the biggest fan. And I was like, oh, come on. And I read the review and they were like, but I I love this show and i was like why would you put that as your title it makes us look terrible but thank you for leaving the positive review yes and we encourage everyone out there within with the a, sound of my even voice, if you're going to leave a negative review a give review. us a positive head headline so it looks good you know what i mean <laughs> rate review subscribe all that good stuff i'm gonna best fucking show yeah. i'm gonna and then you I'm click gonna on it just says not good review i appreciate that yeah you say zach Sorry, is great but those other two italians <laughs> <laughs> Those other two Italians. I'm not Italian. First of all, the implication. Well, your name was Anthony. I just assumed. <laughs> Fair enough. The other two Italians. So, like, the implication that Zach is also Italian, and that <laughs> he is a, because the other two Italians oh, yeah. are also Zach and the other two Italians. It's a basset. Hey, yeah, hey, forgot about you, hey. All right, we'll be back with the penultimate uh, Fast Five episode. I believe. I believe there's two episodes left. Maybe three, but. I, I suck at math, Anthony. Who are we lying so to? I. This, this episode, this movie is never going to end. I know. We'll be on episode With three more hours, Anthony. What? Oh, God. But either way. It's the Lincoln it's of. The, <laughs> the Lincoln of. Four score and seven movie. years ago, we started this movie. So please join us next week, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.